Yo, what is up, After Hours Entrepreneur? Today's episode is all about growing your business, and I'm joined by none other than Pat Flynn. This is actually the third time I've gotten to record with Pat, and I'm looking forward to many more. Pat Flynn is the host of Smart Passive Income, and on this episode, I'm sharing a clip of me guesting on his show, Ask Pat 2.0. So I've gotten a chance to guest with Pat a couple times now. This episode is really about the evolution of my business, about Mark Savant Media growing into a podcast production and education agency. So um, in this episode, we're talking a lot about production, growing a business, when to know what's working. And we're also going to talk about building a community behind your business and the importance of community and building a business. I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. Pat Flynn always delivers the heat. And I think that if you're trying to take your side business and create a full-time income, this episode is really going to speak to you. So smash the like, smash the subscribe. And listen, if you're listening on iTunes, leave a review. It means a lot to me. All right, let's get into this episode with Pat Flynn. Let's go. Mark, welcome back to Ask Pat. Thanks for uh, for being here again. What's up, Pat? What's up, Team Flynn? How we doing? <laughs> We're doing good. Good because you were here because the last time we chatted, we got pretty deep, right? We talked about one of the most important things we as entrepreneurs can talk about, which is, well, our positioning. What are we bringing to the table that perhaps others can't? What's our superpower and how do we position it in a way that gets people excited, inspired, and moving? And uh, so I want to take us back to that call. We hung up. What were you thinking? What was going through your head after our conversation? Well, the first thing I thought was I need to reach out to Pat's team so I can listen to the replay because there were so many good <laughs> nuggets. Um, but for me, I think the big turning point was when we started talking about messaging. And that's kind of sent mm -hmm. me on this kind of path of discovery because messaging is really everything. You know, you need to know who you're speaking to, the problem you solve, et cetera. And I had a big disconnect. I had a big disconnect in my business. Uh, and just to kind of catch people up to speed, um, I run a digital media agency and I help people create better content in less time. That's, that's what I do, right? And at the time, my messaging across all the platforms was uh, take your side hustle full time. So there, there was a big disconnect in, in what we we're doing there. And, mm. you know, through the process of you asking great questions, I was able to kind of kind of work through that, talk through that. And uh, now I've got a much, I think, stronger value proposition. And I think you'll be pleased to know I've made more money in the last three months than I did the last three years. So it's pretty, pretty cool, man. I appreciate Bro, you. Congratulations, Mark. Dude, that's how important positioning is. And, and it's not just positioning for your audience, it's positioning for you so you can get confident in what you're offering. And I love what you said there, better content in less time. They're just, just like four words five words that just speak to every person who's creating content because we all don't have as much time as we want and we want to get better with our content. How long did it take you to get to there? I'm curious. Not, not too, not too long because, you know, I was actually just listening back to our episode again, you know, before the, before our, our discussion today. And there was a point where I was just kind of uh -huh. explaining what me and my business do. And then I, you know, I took a little bit of cleaning up. I did some keyword research and, you know, that sort of thing. And then better content, less time, just it really stuck. And now I try to like drill that down with everyone I meet because people still are a little bit confused. Maybe they don't understand podcasting and YouTube and video and all that. And okay. but better content, less time. And, and that's kind of the way I think about myself, my personal brand, my business is anytime someone hears the name Mark Savant, I immediately want them to think better content, less time. Right. And uh, I've actually evolved that even a yeah. little bit further here recently and added on another clause to, to kind of better 
to better explain what I do. And, and I help business owners create better content in less time and turn that attention into income. Right. And so that's, that's kind of what I've evolved it into mm, a bit. Dude. Yes, dude, that's super pro. <laughs> that that gave me goosebumps hearing that. That's amazing. So when you share that message and you position it on your podcast, The After Hours Entrepreneur, everybody go, uh, go and listen. Um, how does that look like as far as what you're offering? How, what What is what you're offering, your coaching, your program, like, and talk about your programs a little bit. How does that blend into the message and and make it just an easy sell? I mean, you're making more money than you did before, which is means it's working. Yeah, we're we're, we're trending in the right direction. And, and I'm glad you asked that because that's that was really the core of what I wanted to ask you today, which by the way, Pat, this is it's really incredible that you're this open with your time and with your community to let people like me come on and learn from, you know, top 1% expert in the field. So much respect, very much appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, by the way, what you're doing with Pokemon on YouTube is incredible too, by the way. I just want to give you a shout out for that too. <laughs> crushing it, crushing it. Thank you. I, I have no idea who's like following me on that. And I know I share it on my Instagram and stuff and people are curious. And uh, it's just been a really fun, interesting experiment. And it's cool because there's a lot of actual crossover. I know it's like in a hobby and it's completely different. But a lot of those people who are finding me there are going, well, well where are you like, how did, like, is this what you do full time? No, you should check me out on SPI. Right. And a lot of those people have become fans of SPI now, have purchased my books. Um, a lot of YouTube creators who are in the Pokemon space have also gone, wow, like, you came in out of nowhere and look at all you're doing. Like, teach me, show me. And that's been really neat too. And I think just showing up is, is, is a major part of the equation. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know what my positioning is. I don't know what I should offer. Sometimes you just got to show up and immerse yourself in a space to realize what's there. And that's exactly what I did there. So first of all, just thank you uh, for that. But I'm, I'm curious to hear sort of what's coming uh, next for you. Yeah. So I, I guess, you know, there's, there's three main things that I'm, I'm looking at being the, I guess, the main revenue driver of the business, right? And of course, I have other ancillary, you know, mm -hmm. smaller, different forms of income, whether it's affiliate links and advertisement sponsorships, things like that. But the, really, the bulk comes from sure. one of three different places. It's either uh, like a consultation slash coaching, right, which we kind of talked about last time. It's, it's a done by you, but I'm going to come in. I'm going to yep. advise you. We're going to clear on your messaging, your systems, et cetera. Um, the second is, is services. I've got a team. You want the full done for you. We activate the team and then we're going to start producing all of your content for you. And then third, which I, I actually nice. just launched and my team was pretty scared when we, when I said, I'm going to do this because it was kind of like, I decided in, in August that I'm going to, I'm going to open up a group workshop, paid group workshop. And I'm going to bring people into this workshop Ooh. and we launched that on September 1st. So within a, within 30 days, we, we launched it. We didn't get a ton of people that joined in. We have four, four people, uh, but they all seem to be really enjoying it. They're learning a lot. They're giving me feedback. So, so now we've really got these three main sources of revenue and I'm trying to decide, am I spreading myself too thin? Am I diluting my, my focus in different areas, or is it good to continue to diversify? Because, you know, the problem with consultations and services mm. is it can be feast or famine, you know? And I'm, I'm wondering yeah. if, and that was kind of my, my goal there was, you know, let's create kind of this buffer consistent, whether it's something like you're doing with your community, which is, you know, a flat fee monthly, you get total access, or if it's like a workshop type of challenge type of offering, I, I'm not hundred percent sure where to go there, but yeah, I, I kind of tell me about the workshop a little bit. I'm, I'm, 
I'm curious in terms of how that's structured. Is it like certain number of weeks that you're together with them and, and working them through something or how, how does that work exactly? Right. And because this is the first like group workshop, paid group workshop I've done, part of my goal was, you know, let's just dive in and let's learn how to swim, right? Let's figure it out. And so yeah. the way that it's, th th this workshop is structured is create better content in less time. Go figure, right? Come in full circle. Create better content in less time. And it's a six-week workshop with four live, interactive style, you know, Zoom, Zoom group calls. Right. Where I take where I take mm -hmm. the the group members, the students through really the way that I look at content creation. And it, and it starts with clarity. It moves around to your planning, to your actual all your production editing. Then it then it goes into the posting, the engaging, then back up to clarity, because now that you know more about who you serve, you can refine your clarity and your messaging. Right. Um, so it's six weeks. So. We, we got four people in each one is, is, you know, paying money. So that's, that's obviously it's good, but I'm wondering like maybe six weeks is just too much for people to, to chew on. Right. Like, you know, would it be, you know, I'm kind of thinking like, maybe it's better if I just do like one week and, and not necessarily the whole gamut of content creation, but something simple, like rebrand your podcast one week, you know, um, or, or like you were saying, mm -hmm. I was talking to someone last night on clubhouse, we we're talking about circle and implementing some sort of membership style program as well, like, like you've been um, successful with. So I'm, I'm just kind of fleshing that out and figuring out what that looks like, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think the fact that you are experimenting is huge because that's how you know whether or not this is going to work or not. I think what's going to give you uh, a good North star is going to be at the end of the six week program to ask, okay, how did this work out for you? How did it feel? Did it feel overwhelming? We've done some, we call them boot camps, but those are our version of cohort based courses. And always at the end, that's the most important part because that's how you figure out whether or not this worked or not. Yeah. It's working in terms of selling, because you're, you're getting people to come in and, you know, then you can scale, scale it up from there and you have testimonials coming in. So it's going to be easier and easier. But in terms of, well, is this actually providing the value that we want? Is it where we want to head? If you imagine yourself like a year from now and you're still running the same program, how does that feel? Does that feel good? Does that feel not good? Does it feel too much? Now, based on the feedback that you're getting, you can combine your and your team's effort and their sort of response to go, okay, that was great. Let's do it again. Or let's tweak it. Or yeah, they're saying it was too long. Or yeah. I know some people who have run uh, cohort based situations too. And their feedback was, they just want more group interaction. So they did the same amount of time, they just switched how things were learned and did uh, 20 minutes of lecturing, and then an hour and a half of okay, the, you get into groups now in Zoom and you get in your little, you know, bundles of people and you learn from each other now and everybody's, just, uh, you know, loving that. So um, it's going to evolve over time. But as far as like the, the three things that you have there, the three things make sense to me. Mm -hmm. They don't compete with each other in a way that would self-sabotage, but they're also perfect offerings for people who, who maybe are at different stages or who prefer to learn in a different way. Or like with the middle stage here, which is the done for you. I like the done, uh, done by you, but we'll teach you mm -hmm. done for you. And then kind of like done together. Like let's do this together. Right. Is, is a sort of a coaching, uh, group coaching positioning. And, that, and, I, and was... I really love that. And I think that the price points could Go ahead. Well, I was going to say that was kind of the the thought process too behind the group because you can bring you know it, almost like a top of funnel, right? And I know that's a, an important concept when it comes mm -hmm. to growing a business. Is are people actually willing to pay you money? You know, because the first dollar is the hardest to get right. from someone, 
Um, so I was thinking maybe I can get them into like the group at a, at a much lower rate. I can help more people there. And then maybe one or two of those people decide, you know what, maybe I need one-on-one. And then maybe, you know, if we keep scaling it, they can go into the services side. So that was kind of the, the rationale there. But, you know, as every business owner knows, do I want to take on one more task and spread myself too thin? You know, it's... Right. And and that's where this comes uh, in, in terms of the conversation, which is, are you doing 100% of each of these things? Or do you have systems in place so that when you have a person coming in on the service side of things, they fill out, for example, a gravity form or a type form that gives you all the information you need to just do one, essentially, um, how do you say, like orientation call with them and your team, and then everything else is handed off. Like you have a uh, OBM or an online business manager or an integrator who is now the liaison and you, you're done, Yeah. right? Uh, you can do that with the group coaching stuff too. I, I know this is the first time around, so you want to do it, but you could find a coach that can do this for you. In fact, with our bootcamp, our latest bootcamp, our latest Power Up Podcasting bootcamp, we had over 50 people join. I, and, and there was no expectation that I was teaching. Like we were very clear with that. Um, the whole thing is running on its own with uh, Jay and Tony and known on the team like wow. that for me was very difficult because that's my podcasting course. And now somebody else is like working with a group of people <laughs> to learn that. And I had to let go. And this was an experiment for me. And again, this is just another iterate reiteration of just, OK, let's try it this way to see how it is, because if I was involved with that and something else and something else. I'm going to be spread uh, thin and I ha- I'd have no time for Pokemon anymore. Um, but uh, I'm just kind of kidding, but uh, it's proven to be actually so valuable because my team is all in on, on those people that they feel like they're getting, you know, not just Pat and Pat only they're getting extensions of Pat and more versions of Pat and different, different viewpoints. So you could potentially hand off all these things if you wanted to, and get, you could get to that point. And I don't know if that's been something that's on your mind. I mean, we think of people like Dave Ramsey, right, who is a single person, but he has thousands of people who've gone through Dave Ramsey's training to qualify and, and are certified to teach Financial Peace University to all these other people uh, on his behalf. And, and that's how he's able to scale. So it is possible to remove yourself from this too. The big question is, are these three things helping people? And they are. And what do you want to do? Like what, if we could fast forward and you're doing Mark, exactly what you want to do, what are you doing? Well, it, and that's one of the the difficult parts about growing an agency style business. But yeah, I mean, the, the goal eventually is, you know, I don't want to just sit on a beach drinking margaritas all day. I had an interesting question. I asked my community the other day was, would you be happier with no responsibilities? You know, because that's kind of the dream of of, of, yeah, that is an of, of being a business owner. You know, I just want to sit on a beach, but I don't think anyone's going to be happy with no responsibilities. I think if you're not progressing, you're regressing, right? Um, mm-hmm. But that's the challenge of being of doing these consultations, traveling to meet clients, doing consultations. Is that's that's really you? The the idea I really like that idea though that you've mentioned is bringing on people that are trusted. I actually you see Sean Cannell over at Think Media doing this, bringing on Heather and and the rest of the squad over there. It's kind, yep. of, kind of a similar similar thought, um, you know. And I guess the other the other thing that I was thinking is you know digital courses kind of have this bad name, but I I do think that you know the more people you help, the better understanding you have of them and of of your clientele, the better understanding you have of the the offers that you have, then you can build a course off of that. Cause I don't want to be one of those people that builds some massive course, takes a lot of time and then just nobody buys it, you know? Um, 
so yeah, I, yeah. I mean, your group coaching stuff could become a course. You have already proven that people want this information and perhaps it's more asynchronous in terms of how they absorb that information in a digital in a digital course. I mean, this this podcasting uh, boot camp that I did is essentially the same as my digital course just with some people to help them along. Mm -hmm. And we sell both now. We have we have both and and we could go one way or the other cuz some people who actually half of the people who came on this cohort were people who bought the course who were like I don't I need some help. <laughs> I need I can't do it on my own. Cool. You can upgrade it. And there's people who bought the cohort because and, and didn't buy the course because they're like they already know that they just don't learn that way. Uh, and and there are some, some people who buy the course because they don't want the help. They can do it on their own. And that's just means there's a lot of options for you, How which is really cool. So you could prove this course that you have already with the cohort of students you have currently. I'm, I'm curious, Pat, how long is that course? So if I sign up for you know, the group training, real life training. How long do you, how long does that go for? That's actually an eight week course. Okay. Uh, there's a lot and we, we go slowly to keep people caught up, yeah. right? Cause there's a lot of things, at least in the world of podcasting, right? Where you got to get the equipment. Okay. Well then you have to wait a couple of days. Yeah. You go and get your artwork commissioned uh, and then you got to wait a couple of days. So, so there is room for that and, and we're always building and, and, and helping and supporting uh, whether or not this is, too long for your students is going to be up to uh, them and their feedback and the results they're getting right. And, you know, I think six weeks, in some cases can feel very long. And sometimes in six in, in, in some cases, six weeks can feel very short, it, de it depends on uh, the results and what they're getting, right? Well, and it depends on how engaged they are in the process, because I, I spread out all these meetings two weeks so that you we could we could have the discussion, I can send you various worksheets and checklists and, you know, making sure that you're like, yeah, to your point that you're keeping up the the issue I think is that, and I don't want to throw the students under the bus because they're freaking awesome, but you know, I'm, I'm putting together these, these worksheets and things, and, and I just don't know that they're actually doing them. You know, I'll, I'll get a message the day before and say, oh, yeah, I didn't do all the checklists. And so I'm just wondering if maybe it's, it, I just wonder if it's maybe just too much to bite off. Like, if I really like what you, you say, it's it power be. of podcasting, you know, we're going to teach podcasting, but I'm trying to teach all the branding, all the recording, all the messaging, all the planning, all the engagement. It just feels like it's maybe just too much to chew off. And, and so that's kind of why I was thinking about, to your yeah. point, getting that feedback from the people that are in the, in the course. Yeah, the feedback would definitely be helpful, but also on the homework thing. Yeah, that can be a struggle sometimes. Uh, people have lives and they have things going on. It could be very difficult, especially for a long period of time, right? Um, but we are very, very strict with our homework policies. Hmm. You must turn it in on Sunday here on Slack or uh, in Circle, actually, uh, in our academy. And we set that tone right from the get-go. And we set that tone even as we're selling, that this is like an intense thing that we want you to commit to because that's really what's going to get you the results. Yeah. And yes, it shies some people away, but the people who are in there are definitely people who are going to be uh, working. But, you know, with the gamut of things that you're teaching, you're right, you could potentially experiment with just taking a piece of that and teaching on that. And that might be your next step. If you feel like maybe this was too much and you want to try, okay, well, I'm just going to do a two week thing on one particular topic. And I'm going to find people who only need help with that. You might find that that's going to be a lot easier. Um, and maybe even though it might be a lower cost, you're going to make up for that because you're going to get more people and then yeah. have a digital course version of that. 
and and what I, I I've seen people who've done this before, like they start with a big course and they break it down and it sells much easier, right? It's it's it reminds me of the story of somebody who invented a bug spray that killed all bugs. And they ended up selling it at a hardware store. Nobody bought it because people don't have an all bug problem. People have an ant problem, so they buy the ant killer. They have a roach problem, so they buy the roach killer, right? But what's en what ended up happening is, uh, you know, uh, going back to digital, somebody who did the same thing, broke their courses up. They sold them all, and they ended up packaging all of them together again and selling that as an all-in-one package bundle deal. So they ha almost had to like break it down to then show the value of what it was when it was all put together again. And uh, it was just really interesting how, how just the psychology of money and selling and positioning, it's just goes back to our first conversation that we had uh, a while back. Yeah, it's, it's everything. It's everything. And I host a, a pretty popular clubhouse room and we get, it's all about podcasting, you know, how to grow your podcast, the name of the room. And people ask all these things like, you know, where should I share it? How do we get people from social media? It's, but it's all, like you said, it's all about messaging. I, I do want to ask you though about yeah. about Circle because this is something I've been been really interested in. I know that you're um, you're on their board sure. or, or, or something of that nature, but I am. So I, again, I, I feel like I need to have a place for my community to live, and especially when it comes to um, delivering content to the um, or delivering the content to the the group, getting the group involved, turning in homework, getting them communicating together. One of the cool things I've heard about Circle is that you can have you, know, you can have like a free paywall, right? You can have like you can give different access to different mm -hmm. tiers of group members, right? Can you kind of break down maybe I don't want you to give away all your secrets, but can you kind of break down a little bit how you've <laughs> kind of structured that for, for you and your community and, and for your classmates or class students? Yeah, we, we have uh, we have two different circles, essentially. Okay. Uh, we have a circle for our SPI Pro premium community, which is specifically being sold to entrepreneurs who have a business. We don't allow people who don't have a business in, and it's a premium monthly slash annual payment for those high-level entrepreneurs to come in and network. There's no content additional in there other than people's posts. There are events. There are networking events. There are special guests who come in. There are challenges and all that kind of stuff. That's actually its own thing. Like That's its own almost entity, if you will. Um, we, we also have a second circle or a second account, if you will, mm -hmm. uh, which is called SPI Academy. And SPI Academy is our free space where, or our free circle where uh, people can come in for free as a student. They get access to this and they can find the course that they're in and find other people who are in courses with them. And that's more of the, you know, it's not necessarily what I'd recommend for you. What I recommend for you would be potentially a single circle where certain parts, certain spaces, right? Like in a Slack community, how there's like a, the hashtags on the left-hand side are different channels. You can create different spaces yep. in Circle. So you can have a space for just general announcements. You can have a space for your cohort. You can have a space where all of your people who are signed up for the agency are, and they can only get access to the ones that you let them have access to. Some of them can be free. Some of them can be paid and they can see the paid ones there. That's the difference between what I have. They don't see SPI Pro in the academy. They're separate, mm -hmm. but you can have them all live in the same area. They just can't get access to it until they join the membership or they join the course or, or what have you. And I kind of like that because then it shows people, wow, there's a place for me to up level to. There's a, there's a place where there's conversation happening right now that if you're on the outside, you're like, oh, I wonder what's going on in there. I want to see what's happening. Uh, we, we purposefully don't have SPI Pro in there because we definitely wanted it to be its own thing. 
although there is crossover and cross-selling. But um, but yeah, you can set it up in that way, which is really neat. And the nice thing about Circle is it's your community. You can develop it in any which way you want, have your own set of rules in there. You can ha you can customize it. And it's so much better than a person's experience on Facebook right. and on LinkedIn. It's just separate from that. And, and people find their own people and they love it for it. So uh, happy to answer any questions on that. I am on the board and it's one of my favorite products. It's just... It's just been an incredible, incredible experience to use. Yeah, well, you know, I've been in your community. I've tried, you know, it's 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 on my radar because you're right. Facebook groups, I, I think, are very easy to get set up. They're free, you know, which is great. But there's just so much distraction yeah. on Facebook and it just doesn't feel like a great that's place. Fun. It doesn't feel like a great place to, to grow a community. Um, yes, yeah, so that's great. I guess my the other problem I've been having or question I'd have is, is regarding payments. You, you can process all your payments through circle, right? Because, you know, I was, I was using, I was getting payments through PayPal, you know, a few months ago, but I'm like, these guys are just taking, they're taking all my money. They're taking all my hard earned yeah. money, you know? And so then I started using Venmo. There's always going to be that. Yeah. And then, um, you know, Venmo um, is great, but it doesn't go, it doesn't do international. So I'm just trying to, I don't know. I was just wondering if you, yeah. if you could give me your backstage pass. And what. Circle just announced their paywall. Because for a while, when we got on, it was just the community platform. You had to tag on a third-party situation to actually accept payments yeah, and then make some crazy Zapier connections and all this stuff. So we, we took a chance with them because it wasn't really like out-of-the-box ready back when we started it. But we knew it would be, and it has become that. And so now you can just go through Circle and accept payments. I mean, every single payment gateway is going to take something yeah but you mentioned paypal that's like you know one of the worst and uh you know there's other places where they just it's just like wow i don't have any left for <laughs> what i want to do anymore but circle has paywall now they are also including live video within the community now for a while you could have uh, integrated youtube or integrate wistia and other things yeah. and they still have that loom is great integration as well but now they're going to have baked in live video as a part of it it's just like it's just becoming, it's going to be huge. Like it's only been up for a year. It's going to be huge. And I think it's going to change a lot of people's businesses because I think community uh, or at least people who are customers of yours being able to connect with each other and hear from you in a more social like fashion is is the future of business. I mean, I, we kind of turned this into an ad for, for Circle, but I'm, I'm glad we talked about it because it's- We did, didn't we? I'm, I'm very much, I'm very, like, listen, it's serious. You know, I'm trying to build a business here and Circle seems like, honestly, it seems like I've used it. I've tried it. It seems like a great solution. Well, I really appreciate you, Pat. You were the man. And uh, hopefully I'll be talking to you again and we'll be talking about massive growth from today's episode. It's been a blast, brother. Yo, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I learned a lot from Pat every time I chat with him. And as I look through my evolution as a, a business owner, as an after hours entrepreneur, it's amazing how far I've come and it's amazing how far we've still got to go. I hope you feel the same way and I hope this episode inspired you to be just a little bit better. If it did, make sure that you like, subscribe, leave a five-star review. It makes a huge difference in the amount of people that we can impact and bring up a notch. Again, our goal is here to help you take your after hours hustle into a full-time income, into a full-time income. And I know you can do it. I know we can do it together. That's why you're listening to the After Hours Entrepreneur. I'll catch you next time here. Thanks for subscribing. Peace.